0: I was at a networking event and I met a guy whose job, he's retired now, but his job was to work for one of the government quangos, which in the days when governments actually provided money for small businesses, was about finding, his job was to find people who could benefit from services to improve their business and at that time a long time ago it was the Blair government David Lammy was running a service called the Skills Pledge which was trying to upgrade the level of skills of the British workforce because then and now we are lagging way behind France, Germany, even Spain, Italy. So there was money on the table. So this this person was working in the NHS, he wasn't NHS himself he was working for this quango but his job was to find areas which NHS trusts needed training in because he had the money to pay the trainer who would train the hospital staff. And I had a one-to-one with him. I met him at a network event. And then I had another one. And he was, he was so interested in emotional intelligence, so he had another one. And my, I estimate we had five hours which was almost all me telling him about emotional intelligence in the workplace. And nothing happened for a little while. And then I got uh, an email from him and it said, Dear Jeremy, uh, if you fancy working for such and such a NHS foundation trust, give so-and-so a call because she wants to talk to you. If you're not interested, I'll find somebody else to do it. So I contacted the lady, of course. I had a meeting with her, got the work and afterwards, once I got my knees under the table, I asked him, what did you say to this woman such that she was prepared to invite me to her office? And I also asked her, what did he say to you? Such, and I got the same answer. So it's probably true. What she had said to him was, do you know anybody who does training in emotional intelligence? And he said, four words, talk to Jeremy Marchant. And that's the perfect referral because it does not rest on the person who said talk to Jeremy Marchand knowing anything really about the detail of what I did. But the fact that he recommended me was good enough for her to invite me to talk about emotional intelligence training. And the interesting thing was, and this is really important, is that I sat in front of her and she told me about this half-day training course in emotional intelligence that she wanted to give staff in her trust, her hospital. These people were all bands one to five, so they're more junior staff. They they could be cleaners, they could be secretaries, and she expected this to take place in a half a day. And I, I was really very reluctant to do this because emotional intelligence is an academic subject, and you don't teach academic subjects to junior staff in half a day. So luckily she showed me the large spreadsheet she had of all the courses that she was seeking to find trainers for and included everything from English as a second language uh, through to um, Pilates and stress reduction. And, and there were four courses, one day each, which were for dealing with difficult people, handling change uh, and so on. So I spent five minutes explaining to her, convincing her that she didn't need a course half-day course in emotional intelligence, which she was amused by because she probably never had somebody come to her office and explain that they didn't want to do the work. But I did say, well, but we could do those four days because that's the use of... That's the application of emotional intelligence. And if you want the technical stuff in there, we'll filter in over the course of four days. And so there are two really important things about selling there. First is I didn't sell to her... She invited me because she was convinced by this person that I was a person that she needed to talk to to fulfil her needs. When I was completely open and said, you think you have this need, but actually you don't, so cross it off your spreadsheet, but we could, if you wanted us to, fulfil your need for these four courses, she bought that because... I had explained how we would meet the need. At No point did I say that she should buy it from me. And the final part of the story, which is really nice, I think, is that I'm, I'm very reluctant to have people become clients at their first meeting with me because they will almost always think of an objection the moment I've left. And if they're the client... And then they have an objection. Their only course of action is to not be the client anymore. So I stopped her asking me to be the service provider. What I said was, well, look, if we're going to do this, then you really ought to meet my business partner because we would do it as a double act. And it's quite draining doing emotional intelligence training all day. So you meet her, see if you like her, see if she's going to fit in and so forth. So the training manager was happy to do that. And so we had this meeting at which uh, the training manager exhibited all the signs of having bought the service completely before I'd even walked through the door the second time. So we're having this conversation. We talked for some time for how it was going to work, what we needed, and it was always, always couched in terms of, well, if we were to do the training, then we would need to have da-da-da-da. And after about half an hour, I realised that there was a problem. So I said to her, and this only works because we were getting on very well, I said to her, look you know, I've got to raise raise a problem here. Um, And she looked quite concerned, and my business partner looked concerned. And she said, so what is it? And I I said, well, the problem is that I never work for anybody unless they ask me to. And you haven't asked me. And she laughed, and my business partner fell off her chair, uh, because, you know, you could say that's a very high-risk strategy, but it was actually using humour bearing in mind that I thought I was going to get away with the humour, which I did, in order to give the client the responsibility for the decision to be the client, as opposed to me selling it to her, at which point she would always know that it was my decision, really. And as soon as anything went wrong, she'd blame me. And by having her, willingly take the responsibility for asking to be the client increased her motivation her commitment I should say tenfold probably Uh, it's so important and we got a lot of work from that and it's just about getting the really clean relationship and stripping away my neediness to get the work and the money by getting rid of my need I actually make it more likely that the need is met.